All right. Well, all right. Oh, all right. So at some point I got to I forgot to edit the gambler tag. So I got to remember it, it'll drop at some point. <laughs> no, it was it was 100 because I listened back to the episode and it was after after about 30 minutes of it. You're like, ah, yeah, it, I mean, it, it I guess brutal. I'm so used to. I guess I'm so used to hearing it that I tuned it out, but then listening to it from the standpoint of, of somebody that's not and hearing that, I was like, yeah, that I could see how that would get annoying. Another live edition of the HLS podcast over here on Twitch TV slash your loyal sons. I'm your host, Ryan Ritter. You can call me Andy Tex. <laughs> and you can tell again, I'm still playing her, but we're going to get through this one way or the other. Uh, you can subscribe to us over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, and of course, you can find us at our home over at HerLoyalSons.com. And to save my own breath and to get through the intro, I'm going to bring in Eddie. Eddie, how are you doing, buddy? Only good Wolverine, and it's hunting season, damn it. Let's go! <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming you said the only Discord's already having fun with us. Only good Wolverine's a dead Wolverine. <laughs> oh, they're only dead when they're good, and they're only good when they're dead, and it's hunting season, baby. Oh, man, you are coming in so hot right now. <laughs> We're ready. Oh. College football is on. I got a couple beers in. Let's go. I'm, oh. I cannot wait. Oh, man, you came in so hot. I was like, <laughs> from our pre-show mix, I'm like, oh, the levels look great. And all of a sudden, I'm seeing, oh, Eddie is ready to roll. Coming out like I, fire. Try to warn you, buddy. Oh, I, I am excited. I have been waiting for this for some time for us to make the real true picks of this season. Yes, folks. <coughs> Hate week is well underway. Notre Dame, Michigan. That will definitely be on our slate. As Shane and I talked yesterday, week one is eh, it's football. So that's the best part. There's football. Not a whole lot of huge marquee best ever matchups. But, oh, we have spreads. We have picks, and yes, <coughs> excuse me, we will have a pick em. Unfortunately, it's going to be a very manual process, which is the reason why it is not done yet. So I will make sure to get that out. It will be available via Google Form very, very soon, and uh, I will make sure to have that. The link will be herlowellsons.com slash pick'em once again, so keep that in your brains, and I will make sure it is up in the morning, but... With all that housekeeping done, Eddie, are you ready to go? Let's go, baby. All right, let's do this. Okay, I'm going to bring up here in the HLS Sportsbook. I got ourselves a nice little pick board now. We're, we're all official, all kinds of official. All right, we're going to lead off. This game is tomorrow night. Stanford looking for some revenge at home against San Diego State. Stanford favored by 14. Eddie, who do you got? I love that board. That just, that is real good looking. It's beautiful. So Stanford opening the season, usually not a great thing. 
I mean, yes, if they're playing Rice in Australia, okay. <laughs> but hell, Prairie View nearly got him last week. A very nice pick by you. Yes. But usually week one in Stanford, not great. I know that the Aztecs don't have Donnell Pumphrey anymore, but they still got some talent. You're giving me two touchdowns with the trees week one in a possible look ahead to USC week two? I'm going to go with the Aztecs. Even if some of them are murderous traitors (laughs) who are just bad people and have no sense of loyalty. (laughs) God. All right. Well, um, I tell you what. I like the pick, Eddie. I like you going spicy, but I am going Stanford on this one. And the reason why is because it's at home. Uh, San Diego State, while good, while a good team, uh, not going to be as good as they were last year. Even with the look ahead, I don't think they're going to catch Stanford sleeping in this one. It was a very embarrassing loss. We got to see Shaw lose his shit on national TV during (laughs) halftime of that game. So, yeah, I'm looking for a little bit of vengeance. And Bryce Love is going to want to get his campaign started. So... Uh, I'm looking for the trees to come out big here. They got to come out hot uh, for the season. Healthy Bryce Love is still (laughs) terrifying. Oh, absolutely. All right. Next up, this game, a couple morbid interest games coming up here that involve some Big 12 teams. Oklahoma hosting Lane Kiffin and Florida Atlantic. Oklahoma, a 21-point favorite. That That is quite the large spread. Eddie, do you happen to know... Who Florida Atlantic's offensive coordinator is? Yes. Yes, I do. So a former, a former 14-year-old Notre Dame sideline troll. <laughs> yes, Charlie Weiss Jr. is going to be on the sidelines for this one. He is the offensive coordinator for Florida Atlantic. And, man, I, as much as I... God, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I, I really, I like Lane the troll. Lane the coach is a whole other story. And I feel really weird about picking any team that's got Chuck Weiss Jr. on it. But, man, 21's a big spread against a team that's got a lot to prove. I'm going to, I'm basically going to pull what you did, Eddie. I'm going to go here with the points. I'm going to take Florida Atlantic in this one. Uh, Charlie Weiss Jr. going to get off to one hell of a start in this one. Who do you have? Uh, (laughs) I can't believe you did it before I could, uh, as hilarious as, as Charlie Weiss Jr. is apparently he's, he's got the goods to back it up. He's, he's being reported as a young offensive mind. Who knows how much of that's for the name? I don't know. We know Kiffikins likes to score points. We know Kiffikins likes to cover spreads and, and Oklahoma, Again, they've got a lot of questions on offense with what they're replacing. And we saw them almost lose and actually lose some dumb games last year. So given that, I think OU should win this game. But three touchdowns, that's a decent little spread. I'm going to lay the points here. I think FAU can score enough to keep it close. And I may wait and see what that money line is. Might might oh, sprinkle a little on there just for kicks. That, just for kicks. That, that would be quite bold. Considering, uh, I mean, I got Oklahoma in the driver's seat of the Big 12. I know you got TCU. That would be one heck of a start to the season. Uh, for 11, a, 11 a.m. kick. Weird stuff happens week one, man. Absolutely. Well, speaking of weird stuff happening week one, weird stuff happened in week one with this game last season. And it was in Austin. 
Maryland upsetting Texas and really kind of spoiling Tom Herman's little debut there. It was glorious. It was hilarious. Now Texas is out for revenge. A 13 and a half point favorite on the road against Maryland. Who do you got, Eddie? Maryland's got a lot bigger problems right now. (laughs) And, And as we discussed in the Futures pod last week, Texas is a young team. It was a very young team last year. Returned damn near everybody and has a ton of talent all over the field. We we have learned that Tom Herman likes to make it rain, so I think he's going to make it rain some points here against the Turtles. And I think there's going to be a nice little revenge spot. I think Texas wins big. <laughs> yeah, I like the revenge spot here too. Uh, like you said, Maryland and, and Shane and I discussed this as well. Maryland's got a heck of a lot of problems going on right now. I would not want to be the Terps right now. This is going to end very, very poorly. Herman's got a lot to prove. The make it rain joke was very well played. <laughs> I like it. like it a lot. But yeah, go ahead and give me Texas. I think they can win this by a couple touchdowns. <laughs> it's what it should have been last year. So uh, we'll see if that'll happen this time around. Next up, West Virginia, a 10-point favorite against Tennessee. And I, I tell you what, I think West Virginia is going to win this game. I, I really do. I like Will Greer. I don't like West Virginia's defense. But I don't like a whole lot of what Tennessee's got to offer at all. I, I'm really not, I have no idea what Pruitt's going to be able to do at all with this. So, and if I remember right, this is neutral site as well. So, with that all said, go ahead and give me West Virginia and that 10 points. Who do you got, Eddie? the fun picks that I was getting ready to make right before I could. Uh, this, well, you are correct. This is a neutral site game at Bofa Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, we got Bofa in here now. We got Bofas in here now, and I still don't trust West Virginia at all. I think they are going to have a rough year, actually. Yes, Tennessee has all sorts of problems, but they could put up points last year at times. West Virginia's defense is just trash. I'm going to take Tennessee in the points. I don't think West Virginia is going to come out ready to run just in week one. All right. Well, next up, we got what is arguably the game of the week outside Notre Dame and Michigan, and that would be Washington and Auburn. Auburn is slight one and a half point favorite here. Who do you got, Eddie? UW. I'm, I'm as high as you can get on UW, and you can't start that if you don't start week one. Plus, man, you look at Auburn week one. I think they're like one in nine of their last ten games when they start week one against a ranked opponent. You've got, I mean, they're playing in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Dome. Auburn's lost two straight there. I don't know if they see... ATL on the schedule and think that means at L for a loss. I don't know what they're doing, but I'm going to take, I'm going to take the Huskies outright. They're winning this football game and Auburn can figure it out in the SEC. Yeah, I I'm with you here. Give me Washington as well. Uh, what I really like about Auburn is their defense. They got a hell of a defense, but they are facing a pretty experienced team in Washington. And because that spread is so small, I mean, Washington just basically has to win this game. And I really think they're going to do it. They got a lot to prove. I mean, this is the same team that an ESPN reporter come to the sideline with a cupcake and, and film and say, there it is. There's Washington's out-of-conference schedule. 
they got a lot to prove. This will put them in the driver's seat to get into the playoff because, as we discussed in our futures pick, we both really, really like Washington in the Pac-12. And I really feel like Washington's got nothing to lose in this one. You know, either way, and Auburn's got a bunch to lose in this one because there is no room for error for them playing in the SEC West. So go ahead and give me Washington. Definitely think the spread is is exactly where it should be. It's going to be close, oh, yeah. but I, I I love I love Washington in this one. Should be a fun game. Just I wish this was in the middle of the afternoon or something so I could watch the whole thing because my attention uh, might be elsewhere. I mean, it's a it's a it's a three thirty <laughs> Eastern kick, so you ought to be able to get most of it in. Yeah, just not the end. Uh, that's what that's what kind of sucks about it. Sure. I mean, I'll be in the lots unless it is actually downpouring, so we'll see how it goes. But, I mean, you're right. This is going to be a fantastic game. I think Auburn's D-line is probably the best unit on the field, but Washington actually has an O-line, and Washington also has a very good D-line. But Auburn's O-line is... Ooh, ugly. <laughs> yeah, uh, speaking of ugly... <laughs> Uh, this game is an absolute morbid curiosity game because Alabama is a 24 and a half point favorite against Louisville, a defense run by who, Eddie? Brian fucking Van Gorder. Yes. Nearly making a million dollars. Somehow this guy's got a great scam of, of being able to take schools and their money, but 24 and a half points. That spread looks too small. Louisville is going to get fucking murdered in this one. This is going to be a one-sided shootout. I I mean, Louisville's offense, they lose a generational player in Lamar Jackson to the NFL. And now they got to face an Alabama defense who their third string could start for Louisville's defense and be a drastic improvement. So with all that being said, Alabama in a fucking walk here. The only way this doesn't get covered is if Saban has some kind of mercy. And that's going to be about it. Who do you got, Eddie? Well, and we all know that Nick Saban <laughs> is known for his mercy in nationally televised games. <laughs> right. I was I was on Bama to destroy Louisville from the jump. But have you seen the Louisville players talking shit this week? No. Their defense is like, oh, no, straight up, we can beat these guys. Oh, God. Their, their receivers are like, we're more talented than, that, than their DBs are. It idiots just comes down execution. doing idiot things we, because they're idiots. <laughs> I mean, it's when has calling Bama out ever worked for, for anyone? This is a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, this it's it. sometimes you see, like, scary movie sequel number nine come out. You're like, how the hell can they keep making these? Surely at some point someone's going to realize, okay, don't say the slasher's name four times into a mirror. But yet you still got people out here saying, oh, no, Bam ain't that good. We got those dudes straight up. No, you don't. You're going to look worse than Papa John does right now. And Papa John can't even show up to this game. <laughs> Shit. No, this is going to get bad, dude. So I, 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 I'm taking that you're going to take Bama in a walk in this one. Oh, free. (laughs) All right. Well, that fills up one side of the board. Let's head over to another side of the board here because we got a couple more games. The the glorious part about week one is that we got games on Sunday. We got games on Monday. So let's pick those games before we get to Michigan Notre Dame. And we will start 
with Miami, who is a three and a half point road favorite over LSU. Who do you have, Eddie? I got the under. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Uh, I don't think you're going to see a lot of points in this football game, but I do think Miami wins it just because, as we discussed last week, I think LSU is going to be terrible this year. Like, Orgeron may not make it to Halloween terrible. <laughs> uh, I think Miami wins pretty comfortably, but I would not be expecting a point shootout here. Oh, no, no, not at all. Um, I, I, I tell you what, though, I, I actually disagree with you here, Eddie. While I agree that LSU is not going to be a great team, they are decent at making games ugly. And, and I really think they're going to be able to do that here. I'm going to go ahead and take LSU as the underdog in this one. <laughs> and really, the biggest thing is I think it's just going to take a little while for Miami to kind of hit their stride again. I think there's going to be a little bit of coming back down to earth because uh, that turnover luck isn't it, it never repeats two years in a row. It just doesn't happen. And uh, yeah, I just think LSU is going to keep this one just close enough. And quite honestly, I think that hook's going to bail me out in this one. This has all the markings of a dumb game that Miami wins by a field goal. It just has all the markings of that. So <laughs> go ahead and give me LSU as the underdog in this one. For for the record, you are taking in a primetime nationally televised game, Miami to win thanks to their kicker. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Just making sure you said that out loud. No, no, valid point. <laughs> That's a, that is a valid point. Oh, I'm just going to blame the medication if it comes to it. All right. Smart. So, so before we get to Michigan Notre Dame, we got one more, and that is Virginia Tech and Florida State. A jumbo list Florida State uh, that's now got Willie Taggart. But despite the just god awful season that Florida State had, and you know what? I re listened to some of our drunk episodes with Jack Jorgensen and how often we repeatedly kicked him in the balls about Florida State. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I love Jack. You love Jack. We took a lot of trash the year before for the four and eight. I, I feel like everything we gave was fully deserved and we never told a lie. Mm-mm. Not at all. Florida state absolutely deserved it. Um, and, and I take a look at this one and I'm really wondering how in the world now Florida state's going to be better granted, but man, a, a little over a touchdown in this one feels a little bit too much to me. It, it it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I could be dead wrong in this, but I just don't trust Florida State yet. So go ahead and give me Virginia Tech. <coughs> Excuse me, as the underdog. Who do you got, Eddie? This is actually maybe it's it's certainly a top three most interesting game of the weekend for me. You've got Florida State, and I understand exactly where you're coming from. Uh, you've got a changeover with the coach, but let's be serious. Jimbo was out the door last year, no matter what. He had quit on that team so hard. It was so obvious. I think Willie Taggart is a really good coach, and I think he's going to do some really good things with Florida State. And when it comes down to it, there is still a hell of a lot of talent on that team. You get DeAndre Francois, who I think both of us had pegged for the Heisman last year, <laughs> Oops. Who, who then immediately had his knee shredded in game one. When they lost him, that really hurt him. Uh, he's coming back. He's got the job again. I can understand where the faith in them comes in. Then you look at Virginia Tech on the road in Tallahassee. 
they lost what seven dudes already to yeah, their off season has not defection. been good. I mean, they're they're at final indie destination level <laughs> already. It feels like they have had a rough off season. That being said, with the changeover at Florida State, Francois trying to get his legs back under him, I think this is going to be a close game. I think FSU wins it. I think the hook is I'm gonna I'm gonna take the hook here to save my life. Uh, <laughs> because I'm gonna go with the Hokies. I think the Hokies can cover this spread. Uh it might very well be by that hook, but this should be a very interesting game. Especially you've got that weird Monday night game, Labor Day weekend. Who knows what you're gonna get? Yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be good though. College football in our life before the NFL takes over is going to be absolutely fantastic. And, and man, I, don't tell me I took it off. Nope, here it is. All right. I was like, I know it's on the board somewhere because it's finally back, Penny. We finally have an Notre Dame pick that we can do. It's time. No, I won't give in. Oh, it feels so good that we got Notre Dame back into our lives. But I tell you what, what a hell of a way to start <laughs> with freaking Michigan. Uh, only a one-point favorite is Notre Dame. Initially, with this had opened a little bit earlier in the week, Michigan was the favorite by as much as, I think, two points in some places. Then went back over to Notre Dame. Game's basically a toss-up. And man, I, I tell you what, I, Shane and I went through all kinds of different scenarios on the podcast last night, went through all kinds of different things that Notre Dame needs to do. This defense is terrifying. Wimbush trying to get his feet back under him literally and get his footwork in shape is terrifying. Uh, but at the end of the day, I just got to believe maybe this is me having the blue and gold glasses on, but under the lights opening week. There, if no other time to do it, it's now. So I, I'm taking Notre Dame here, and not only that, there is no fucking way I'm picking Michigan. You're kidding me? First real pick of the week, and I'm going to take Michigan. Hell no! Go ahead, and give me Notre Dame in this one, Eddie. I, I am anxiously awaiting what you got for this. I'm I'm terrified. I'm not gonna lie. I'm absolutely terrified. Uh, you're right. This line, this line opened at Michigan minus two about three months ago. It was one of the you know, games of the season or whatever. Uh, and it stayed somewhere around Michigan minus one, Michigan minus one and a half, pretty much until this last week with the news that Tariq Black, uh, Michigan's starting wide receiver, is out for, I think, eight or nine weeks with a broken foot. Uh, we had the news earlier this afternoon that Sean Crawford, God, poor, poor Sean Crawford has had his third season-ending injury with an ACL tear that in four years for the Irish. Ridiculous. Which is, uh, I I let all of my fears out last week when it comes to the offense. You throw in the fact that now we've got rain and heavy winds in the forecast, passing weather, which just scares the hell out of me. But Ryan. Yes. Have you heard about this Notre Dame defense? I have heard about this Notre Dame defense. I hear they're quite are, good. Are you aware of the fact <laughs> that Khalid Kareem and Jerry Tillery are getting at least three sacks in this football game? Oh, this I how wasn't is, aware of. How is your skincare regimen, Ryan? <laughs> it's about to get better. 
Because <laughs> these boys are going to be churning up shea butter all damn game. They ain't going through the air. I don't care what the weather is. We got we got Aloy Gilman finally allowed to play. The naval aviator is going to be keeping up his foreign relations. I mean, the bird, you know, the finger, finger. he's coming. Tavon Coney, he's coming. And then, oh, well, Michigan's defense is so, oh, good. Blah, blah, blah. Rashawn Gary. Rashawn, I'm so tired of hearing about Rashawn Gary. You know what he's got in common with one of the highest crime cities in America, Gary, Indiana? I, I do not. He's getting locked up by bars. <laughs> Gary's not doing nothing. Michigan's not doing nothing. No one's scoring a point in this game. We're going to win because Justin Yoon is going to come in and bang in a 46-yarder with a 20-mile-an-hour crosswind. Notre Dame's winning 17, Michigan 14. Fuck Michigan. Wolverines can all go to hell. We're winning. And if we don't, oh, buddy, next week's not going to be very fun. (laughs) It's going to be a very dark place around here. Uh, But you're going to be at this one, right, Eddie? Flying out tomorrow morning. Oh, beautiful. I am extremely jealous. Although, probably a good thing that whatever the hell I got, I'm not going to be in the rain. Yeah, I'm sure that I'll have a, a worse cough next week. But <laughs> luck, luckily, as a doctor, I'm aware that if you apply lots of alcohol, it keeps cold away. Oh. So, so we'll, we'll stay well lubricated. Yeah, and, and I need to get a little bit of that in me as well. Uh, maybe get a little bit of uh, bourbon before I hit the bed tonight. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. As terrified as I am, I am excited about this game. Um, mostly because, like I like I talked about with Shane, it is just all eyes are going to be on this game because, as like you mentioned, Eddie, uh, people if they want to be locked into Washington Auburn, that game's going to end and transition very nicely and probably to the midway through the second quarter at worst, knowing NBC's timeout, so it'll probably be near the end of the first. So you got a chance to prove yourself on as much of a national stage as you can get right now. All eyes on the Irish. So they have to come out. And God, I just want Harbaugh to just be lit on fire by his fans because they lose to Notre Dame. I will just be very sad. And and it, it already pains me to hear that you gave Michigan points, Eddie. I've been so used to knowing that it's been since 2014 they have not scored. It's been forever. It's been so long. And, and I, I will be very sad if they score any points in this one. I mean, I've I've got my re- Remember <laughs> the Six shirt packed already. I would love to continue that streak. Uh, you know, I think you and I have talked about this before. I'm pissed off that we scheduled the game again. Uh, <laughs> because Fielding Yost is a racist, uh, not, well, not a racist, a religiousist piece of trash. And did what he could to try and kill the Notre Dame program. And so I genuinely hate the University of Michigan. Also, the worst place I've ever been to a road game had things thrown at me twice, which was fun. They're just, they're bad people. (laughs) Their stadium is lame. Their theme song. Oh my God, that fight song. So annoying. It's awful. I just, I hate them. (laughs) The only good Wolverine that there's ever been had an adamantium lace skeleton. (laughs) <laughs> and none of these bastards are mutants to hell with uh, <laughs> yeah I, I i will say because uh, i was in the sidelines of the big house as a manager i came away very unimpressed i'm just like this is a, a bowl in the ground this this isn't intimidating at all i don't i don't get why people claim that it is um 
you know, not, not exactly like Notre Dame has this raucous home field advantage, but I tell you what, it was loud as shit in there last time we played Michigan. Whole crowd in unison singing na 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 goodbye, <laughs> which was beautiful. But like you said, Eddie, Yost tried to kill the Irish, but really with as, as heavy as they are tied to Harbaugh's god-awful contract, if Notre Dame is able to put a nail in that coffin and Harbaugh continues to struggle against the likes of Michigan State and Ohio State, has another mediocre finish, they are either footing one hell of a bill or they are stuck with his ass for a while and those recruits ain't going to be coming. There's going to be no sleepovers and there's just going to be loads of celebratory chicken beating eaten by Irish fans. And we ain't afraid of that nervous bird. Seriously, how fucked up are you as a person if you're afraid of a fucking piece of poultry? You can go drink some fucking whole <laughs> milk with the dude from NCIS. Oh, God. Look, I know, and, and here's the thing. I, I, I did give them some points because, look, this is probably this could very well be the toughest game on Notre Dame's schedule. It is definitely going to be the best defense Notre Dame plays. Easily. Defense is terrifying. It is very, very good. But their offense, look, Shea Patterson is not a savior. Nope. I think he threw two touchdowns against winning teams last year. <laughs> oh, he fits in perfectly with Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Those, those two touchdowns came against Auburn when Auburn was up by 35. <laughs> like, this, this dude is not a world beater. Now, am I terrified that he's going to pull a goddamn Tate Forcier against us and win the September Heisman? Of course I am. Am I terrified that Brandon Wimbush is going to be garbage again? Of course I am. Am I terrified that it's going to be a deluge of a thunderstorm and Brian Kelly's going to call 57 shotgun passes? <laughs> of course I am. But damn it, it's week one. If you can't be optimistic in week one, then hell, when can you be? And at the end of the day, there's really only one tenant that you got to live by. <laughs> you know what that is, my friend? Is it fuck Michigan or something along those lines? You know what? It is fuck Michigan. <laughs> Remember, kids, her little sons, it's a family website, family podcast. I, I really hope because people on the podcast, I know what they're getting in for. I really hope somebody's just browsing around Twitch like, oh, talk shows. Oh, a sports one. Let's go ahead here. They're the biggest Michigan fan. They're what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I don't think you got. Don't worry about that too much. No, but I no not right now. No, <laughs> no, <laughs> not this little fledgling show yet. Not, not quite yet. We'll have to get bumped up there in the ratings just a little bit. Baby steps, baby steps. <laughs> well, my friend, Woo! it is glorious to have college football back with us once again. I'm watching Tulane take Wake Forest to the wire right now. Oh, wow. Northwestern, Northwestern and Purdue are in a just a barn burner. It's been a great game. College football's back, and it's a beautiful thing. You can spend the next four days watching college football, and no one can stop you. I mean, yeah, I'm sure you have loved ones or friends or <laughs> <Yes>. social <laughs> and moral obligations. Well, you know what? Shirk those things. They're not as good as college football. College football is better than all of those things. I can tell you that from experience. My friends, I love you all. I hate Michigan. May the shutout continue. At the end of the day, fuck Michigan. Go Irish. 
and hail gambler. All right. Well, that is going to do it for this episode. Thank you, Eddie, as always, for joining us. And folks, you can subscribe to us over on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Podbean, and you can always find us over at HerLittleSons.com. Make sure to give us a follow over on Twitch.tv slash HerLittleSons as well to watch us go live and watch me live try to cough up a lung as well. Email the show, podcast at HerLittleSons.com. Join us in our live chat channel, Discord, HerLittleSons.com slash Discord. And as always, y'all, go Irish, fuck Michigan. Y'all have a good one. Thank you.